Double, double, toil and trouble. Fire burn and cauldron bubble. Cool it with a baboon's blood. And then the charm is firm and good. <laughs> Witches, pointy hats, and cats. Oh my. It's time to heat up your cauldrons and dust off your previously owned blockbuster video purchase copy of Practical Magic, as we're going to scratch that witch for knowledge by diving in and separating the fact from the fiction about women, witches, and beer brewing. Along the way, we'll address an important question that I'm sure you, dear listener, are already asking yourself out loud. What does any of this have to do with all those spiffy craft beers you see in bars and stores or even women in general? An even better question to ask at this point would be this. If women have such a vital role and historical significance to this industry, why don't we hear more about women's contribution to the history of beer? In a word, men. That's all coming up next here on Cheers to Brewing. Welcome to Cheers to Brewing, the beer history podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. This episode, we'll talk about how women were masters of beer brewing production through the ages and how a vicious slanderous rumors from the opposite sex led to a horrific reversal of fortune that still somewhat has a grip on the industry today. Finally, we'll talk about efforts by organizations who are doing their parts to raise consciousness about women in the beer industry. So we'll begin at the beginning, shall we? Women have always left their mark on events in history. And this instance is certainly no different. When it comes to the skills of crafting and preparing, brewing, and selling that beloved, liquid, universal solver of problems, and sometimes creating some new ones, of course we're talking about beer. And women have a long history of brewing beer. Exactly how far back in history this actually goes? It just might surprise you. Women created and dominated brewing in ancient Sumeria, Mesopotamia, and Egypt. Cleopatra getting mixed up with Caesar, well, no one liked educated, powerful women drinking and acting like men. Laws started being passed, and women could only drink at all for a while during the festival of Dionysus, when they were taken by him because, of course. In England, for instance, up until about the 1500s, beer brewing was predominantly viewed as women's work in their homes. Many a witch had become quite skilled and successful in this craft and later started taking their brews to local markets to sell for a tidy profit. Then, men found a way to shift Kraft Iswold's constructed narrative to their favor and lessen the competition. This began to change in England in the 14th and 15th century as two major events had a very lasting impact on this story. So, firstly, the Black Plague. Bring out the dead. In the 1400s, this was a part of a turning point away from women in this industry. With the attendant labor shortages, wages increased, and the financial ability to buy ale, which was safer than water, the consumption of beer sharply increased. Brewing transitioned from the home to larger establishments, many of which were owned and operated by men in a very short period. 
Furthermore, an overall change in gender norms began to shift in favor of men in Europe during the Protestant Reformation. Male brewers were able to take advantage of this moment by accusing female brewers of witchcraft <laughs> and brewing potions to use on the masses. Okay, so let's talk about witches with pointy hats and cauldrons for just a moment. How does that become a factor in all of this? Well, during the Renaissance, the Brewsters, that's what they called women brewers, were known to wear tall pointy hats so their customers could identify them in crowded marketplaces. They prepared their brews and cauldrons, and they kept cats with them to keep mice and pests away from their grain supply. So this is where we connect the dots for the commonly recognized images of witches associated with pointy hats and cauldrons. These facts about the Brewsters' everyday appearances were used in a very calculated effort of systematic oppression and persecuted women right out of a lucrative industry. So now that we know these facts and these slanderous rumors by men have been obviously proven false, well, that means now everything's better, right? Sadly, no. This issue didn't start overnight, nor will it be corrected overnight. <laughs> Does any of this sound familiar? Why drink any light beer when you can drink our light beer? Sure, pretty much all taste the same, but ours transforms your life into a party, barbecue, action movie, or any other scenario you fantasize about while surrounded by unrealistically attractive people that we'll objectify for you. Silver Stripe and Silver Stripe Light. And now for the ladies, mm. new Silver Stripe Hard Seltzer. Copyright Manhazard Wash, St. Louis, Kentucky, 2022. Well, is there anything being done by groups? to ensure the spotlight is properly cast on women's contributions, past, present, and future? Oh, please say there is. Well, yes. As a matter of fact, there is. Women have now started making their names in the beer community. So women only make up like 2% out of 8,000 breweries in the U.S., for example. But recently formed organizations have begun to offer support for female brewers. Pink Boots Society, for instance, formed in 2007, they had a simple premise, an online forum for female brewers to connect and discuss all things beer. Well, this has grown with chapters and classes all over the country, and they're partnered at nearly every level of the beer community by providing workshops and brewery tours. They host Pink Boots Collaboration Day in celebration for International Women's Day to raise awareness of women's role in the beer industry. It's really a fantastic movement and a step in the right direction. Women have a distinguished, rich history in brewing that was obscured by men taking credit and the reward for their efforts for quite some time. Regardless of good intentions, the overall beer industry is still largely dominated by men. Culturally, even though more women and minorities have entered this field as brewers and pub owners. Beer culture still feels like a boys club, but slowly and surely, women's rightful place in the industry is being restored one pint at a time. The girls club is now forging their way in the beer industry. And frankly, this is a change that is long overdue. Thank you so much for joining us here at Cheers to Brewing the Beer Brewery podcast. We will see you next time. Thank you so much once again. And as always, cheers to one and all. I'll get you, my pretty. And your little dog, too.